Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. My OG Dave Sims. I don't even know how to introduce you, Dave. I feel like you've done so much. Uh, maybe people here in New York remember you on WNBC, 66 WNBC. You did nights. Uh, I remember when you first messaged me when I first got the job. I was so pumped to even see that you knew who I was because I obviously knew you. <laughs> From baseball and, and calling the Mariners games out there. There's not that many brothers calling, you know, Major League Baseball games. So when you reached out, I hope you don't mind me sharing the message. You said, great to see another brother in the evening sports show on WFAN. I manned the spot when it was 66 WNBC, 1986 to 1988, before joining the fan in September 1989. Best of luck. Have fun. And I was just like, he knows who I am. <laughs> Hey, I pay attention. I'm on social media. How you doing, man? I'm great. You know, uh, this week I've been blessed. There are no Knicks games, uh, no Nets games, rather. We cover the Nets on WFAN, uh, my favorite basketball team who, I don't know, they're they're terrible. Um, there's no football on because now we're in the playoffs, so the games aren't on Monday night. Um, or maybe we'll have the Monday night broadcast next week, but this week is a week where I get to be on 7 p.m. to 12 I feel blessed to have the opportunity to, you know, connect with some listeners that go to bed at night because usually I'm on at 11 p.m. Yeah, no, I hear you. This is familiar territory for me having, you know, that that run I had there at WNBC this time at night. And uh, same thing when there was no games. We went, uh, Mike Breen did a magazine show from 7 to 7.30. I went 7.30 to midnight. And we had a lot of laughs. I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of fans out there that I used to talk to, a lot of folks used to call up on a regular basis. It was always uh, a lot of fun to interact with everybody. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Hey man, brother, that's it. Hey now. <laughs> You're the man. When I, I came, when I came out there to Seattle for the All-Star Game this year, shout out to the Players Alliance for, you know, reaching out to WFAN and, and asking for me specifically and flying me out and taking care of me, I knew I would meet you out there. And you could tell how pumped I was to interview you and just be around you and the, the tribute that they put together for you at the um, you know the players' party with all the guys with CC and Griffey and uh, all the players. It was awesome, you know. So uh, I love Seattle. That was my first time in Seattle. How do you like living in the Pacific Northwest? How do you like living out there versus you know New York? How has that transition been uh, all these years now? Dude, I'm in Manhattan. I never moved out there. I'm only out there during sprint, during uh, baseball. I didn't realize that. Oh, you no, think... <laughs> no, man. No, I'm a New York guy. Come on now. And uh, uh, But I love Seattle. Uh, you were out there at a great time. Summertime is always the best from like July 3, 4, 5 into like usually mid and sometimes late September. And the weather's you know really warm. Um, you know, it's 
uh, it's just absolutely beautiful out there. And if, if you're in the boating, hiking, you know, fishing, uh, the great Pacific Northwest is at your beck and call with a lot of great things to do out there. There's mountains to climb and all that kind of stuff. Great golf if you love golf. And uh, no, it's a terrific area. It's what I think it's the 18th largest market thereabouts. I think the last time I looked. And uh, you know, it's a good sports town. Yeah, you need done... the NBA back desperately. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. And it's funny you said that. You've, you've done everything. And out there, you know, they're lacking NBA, but they have a great culture around the NFL with the Seahawks, uh, the Seattle Mariners, with the ballparks right there. I loved how everything was right in the same area. You can take the train yeah. for free right to that area. You know, I wasn't expecting them to move on for, from uh, Pete Carroll this year. And we were just talking about all of these legendary coaches who have had a ton of success being shown the door. It's crazy that we're in this era where, like, you know, if you're old or they want to go in a new direction or get these young whippersnappers, these young offensive minds, they will show these legends the door. So have you heard anything about that? Any of your Seattle people talking about what's going on with the Seahawks and Pete Carroll? I know they offered him an opportunity to, like, take an office job. Yeah, well, Pete, Pete's uh, the youngest 72-year-old you're ever, ever going to meet. <laughs> you know, everybody gets spoiled by, you know, those back-to-back Super Bowl uh, appearances. Should have won both of them. And, you know, the, the product has not been as good. Uh, you know, during that, since that heyday. And, you know, they wanted to make a change. Um, I don't, you know, Dusty Baker managed, he, what, this past year, I think he was 74 when, when he finally hung him up. So I, I don't think it, you know, age might have hit something, right? I hope it didn't. And, uh, but they just wanted to get a, you know, a new start. I think that was the biggest thing. I'm not real close to a lot of the, to that scene out there, you know, given that I'm here during the football season, but you know, it's a great, it's a great fan base, the 12s and, they didn't want to start over. They didn't want to get back in. And I mean, San Francisco has been been dominant the last few years. You know, Rams had a run. They won a Super Bowl. So you know, Seattle Seahawks. They want to get back in it. Yeah, I think they want Dan Quinn. I'm a Cowboys fan, and uh, he's obviously been a head coach before. He's he's been great for the Cowboys defense, and he's getting a lot of interest. I think they're looking to well, bring Dan yeah, Quinn there. Keep this in mind that uh, buddy of mine. Um, uh, Scott Kaplan, who was a really good punter at Pitt back in the day when I was doing Big East football, and longtime San Diego sports talk show host, and we were back and forth yesterday, and he said, hey, man, I I got a guy who's one of uh, Quinn's boys, and he flat out wants the Charger job, and then several hours later, you know, the Seahawks job came open. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there, um, it, you know, how much of a reach outreach uh, the Seattle folks do for Quinn and and who's going to get that San Diego job? I mean, especially now with Belichick, you know, big stepping away from mutually uh, stepping away from New England. Now, when I was out there for the All Star Game, there was a lot of talk about Shohei Otani, and Shohei Otani actually mentioned out there that you know he spent some off seasons in Seattle. And mm-hmm. I remember being there for the Home Run Derby and the game, and I, I think it was both the All-Star game or and the Home Run Derby. The fans were chanting, like, come to Seattle. Yeah, so, hey, the game. So, yeah. Hey, they were showing him a ton of love. And so when I was, you know, talking about the top five landing spots for Shohei, I'm like, Seattle makes a ton of sense. He grew up loving Ichiro. He said he's lived there before. But Seattle was not even in the conversation. They have Julio Rodriguez. They just let Teoscar Hernandez sign with the Dodgers. What do you think that you know the, the Seattle Mariners are looking to do? They they ended their drought, got to the playoffs or postseason two years ago. I, I know there was uh you know some things that their GM had said a couple years back that made people kind of look at them sideways. But they have one of the best young players in the game. They got to go for it. Yeah, our, the pitching is outstanding, and we're starting rotation. And right. the other day was Di Scalfani. 
Um, you know, they chose not to, you know, that was a little bit too rich of blood, uh, you know, the money that Otani wanted and ultimately got from the Dodgers. And I think a lot of people fall into that category. And I think he wanted to stay in Southern California the entire time anyway. I mean, he was comfortable down there, way of life, et cetera, et cetera. And then gets his boy Yamamoto to join him. So that'll be formidable. And if the Dodgers get a couple more, couple more arms, uh, and keep them healthy, they're going to be something else. We, we play at the Dodgers this year. But, uh, yeah, would, would uh, folks in Seattle love to have had Otani, especially given the outstanding Japanese-American population we have there, Ichiro, Ichiro his legacy. You know, I think, uh, obviously, that would have been a, it would have been an absolute gold mine. And, and I remember there has been some quotes, and certainly there were some feelings when Otani was making himself available to the major leagues. And, and, and Jerry DePoto, our you know, president of baseball operations, made a very strong run at him and thought, everybody said, I remember Jerry said, I went to bed thinking we had him. But he, and I thought that Otani would want to create his own legacy or, or certainly follow, it would be a following of uh, Ichiro's legacy, but he said he really wasn't that interested in that particular part of it. So hence he ends up in the Angels and now uh, the rest is history. Yeah, obviously here there was a lot of talk about Otani and Yamamoto. I think a lot of the Mets fans with the richest owner in the sport were thinking they were going to make a run at Otani, but his heart was in L.A. I, I you know, I thought it was always L.A. He's been there for the last five, six years watching the Dodgers' success. It made sense to just stay in the same house but go to the better operation. Uh, another Let guy, me run this by you, too. Let mm-hmm. me run this by you. A Japanese reporter told me, said, listen, if he goes to the East Coast, those, uh, the, the games – back home the time's eight o'clock in the morning and that's not good for his parents right it's uh, they got a, they got a much better chance with him on the west coast and then and speaking that, of that, the that, japanese that. reporters they would have to relocate because i read an article that mm-hmm. there's about 25 30 of them that live out there specifically to cover him you betcha they, he wasn't going to make those people move to toronto yeah i mean <laughs> that wasn't a major factor but it was a, it was on the list <laughs> yeah i'm sure it, it was all factored in it was all um a part of it so uh, you know, I was about to mention Teoscar Hernandez. I feel like that's a guy the Mets should get. Uh, the Met fan right now is looking at David Stearns, who has come in, a complete philosophy change. They do have the richest owner in the sport. Uh, I mean, you know, I hear Met fans talk about 1986. It seems like a long time ago. Because um, it was. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> what do you remember about the glory days of the Mets? Because you were on hey, air man. in the late 80s, right? You were on hey, air when man. the Mets were doing it here. Yeah. You know, '86 was great. They had they had so many great personalities, uh, guys that were making headlines uh, in, in plus and minus ways. And they played they played some spirited ball. They you know they they brawled a little bit. Uh, it was a fun it was a fun operation. It was a blast. Uh, they were a boon to the city, and it was great to see them you know get to a World Series again and win the darn thing. It was uh, great personalities. Doc, Daryl, Keith, Gary. I mean, uh, uh, it was just great. Uh, was it was Dykstra with him? Dykstra was with him at that point. Uh, you know, Ronnie Darling. I mean, it, it it was a great group, and I know the memories of you know fond memories for uh, all Met fans remembering that '86. Seems like it was yesterday in some some regard. We're on the phone right now with Dave Sims. Sims, just an American sportscaster. If you look at Wikipedia, but the guy's a legend right now. He calls uh, the play-by-play for the Seattle Mariners on radio and TV out there. In Seattle, and you know him and I have connected through me getting on the radio at the fan, and then going out to the All Star game and meeting him. And uh, I'm glad to have him on tonight. So a couple more things, you know. Speaking on the Mets, uh, we lost Buddy Harrelson today, and uh, we also did today a throwback on 660 WFAN with uh, John Minko and 
uh, Chris Russo and uh, <laughs> Steve Summers. So uh, can you speak a little bit about uh, what you know about Bud Harrelson and uh, also, you know, some of the legendary voices that have been on WFAN over time? Well, you know, Bud Harrelson, you know, very good uh, defensive shortstop. Uh, yeah, as a hitter, he slapped it around. He could lay down a bunch. I think uh, when you think about Bud, you think about outstanding defense and a big heart that he had and battling Pete Rose and the big collision they had at second base. Uh, I think that was during the playoffs one year. That was that was really great. And then you mentioned some of the guys who had been you know, during my era at uh, FAN, Summers and Chris. And, yeah, that was that was a good group. And, and I think that whole our whole group now has moved on to either retirement or other gigs, yeah, with the exception of, you know, makeup still hurt. Uh, doing St. John's basketball. I saw John last week when we did uh, St. John's at Hofstra. So it was a very good group. We we had a lot of fun. The numbers, I, I think, that uh, influence-wise and how we shaped uh, how to do sports talk radio and, and to have it as the first full-time station, I mean, that's, that's a heck of a legacy to be a part of that. And certainly it's been copied uh, multiple times over around the country. So, you know, it's nice to be a part of it. And the other thing, too, um, and as I mentioned to you in that, my, our first correspondence, I mean, there aren't very many major market stations in big cities. There, aren't, uh, there are not a lot of guys, black fellows, African-American, you know, or journalists, um, former players doing sports talk radio. And right. the numbers have increased a little bit, but I wouldn't say it's been an avalanche by any stretch of imagination since I started doing it. And actually, I followed up uh, the great Art West Jr. WABC. And when I was of God. LA News, oh, when I Arthur George Press Jr. from <laughs> big ball yard, <laughs> big ball orchard in the South Bronx, that art was a beauty. And uh, heck, he had the pre preeminent um, sports talk show one before FAN came around and went, you know, almost 24 hours of sports. So, uh, big tribute to him. And um, yeah, you know, when I, as I mentioned, in terms of having uh, black guys doing sports, uh, professional journalists, uh, et cetera, you, uh, let's see, Rob Parker. And, uh, I mean, there's not that many guys doing it. And right. again, it's more than, it's a few more than, uh, you know, when I was there, it seemed like for a long time, uh, Greg Gumble was, uh, among the very first air, you know, guys on air. And then I think uh, the next black guy to come there around with me and then followed up Bill Daughtry and Tony Page, uh, and, uh, and now you. So, it it is encouraging. You know, our numbers are, and then you mentioned Major League Baseball. Believe in the history of Major League Baseball, I'm only like the fourth African American guy to have to be the voice of the team in the Major I know. League. I mean, it's freaking nuts. Paul Olden was right in there. Greg Gumbel had the Yankees. For I know a while. Paul. Paulie was with uh, the Yankees. And, uh, uh, what's our guy from the Bronx that calls the Astros now? Um, yeah, Robert Ford. Robert yep. Ford. He's from the, from uh, from Bronx Science in Syracuse. He's got a couple rings on his finger. Good, great guy. I met him when he was uh, doing a Kansas City Royals uh, pregame show, and he came up and introduced us. Hey, man, I'm from New York. Blah blah blah. Went to Syracuse and Big East, and he was at Syracuse when I was doing Big East stuff on TV and whatnot. So, yeah, our, our numbers are you're, you're carrying a heck of a banner there, my man, and hopefully uh, you, know, you can can inspire and, and be somebody that young kids, both black and white. Uh, look up to for you know doing a, you know having a great gig and doing a great job. You got it every night, every day. Inspire or retire. I know that you know people like yourself paved the way for me, and I hope to be doing that for the future. Uh, the last thing I did know you were on the East Coast because I follow you on Instagram. I think I got to follow you on TikTok. I like that you're still on all the uh, social media, Twitter, everything. Uh, yeah, you know, never too old to to follow what the young cats do. But I knew you were on the East Coast. 
because you posted a picture with Sarah Kustak calling the um, yeah. Seton Hall-Georgetown game at Capital One Arena. So I guess it just slipped my mind that, you know, you're not out there out west. But uh, oh, I love Sarah Kustak. She's the best. She calls the Nets game. She did my Nets podcast. Hey. Whenever I see her, she gives me a big hug. She's great. She is one of the nicest people you'll ever want to meet. And her first big gig after she got out of DePaul was with us on the uh, Big East Football Conference Game of the Week back, I want to say it was definitely 06, but it might have been 05. And she's come a long way. I mean, she is uh, one of the tops in the game. And um, she's, at, you know, I think get the last five, six years we usually get to do, we get assigned once get to work together once or twice, and it's always a great reunion being around Sarah. Yeah, talk about blazing a trail and inspiring for women. Sarah Kustak is definitely it. Dave, you're the man. Thank you for the time. Uh, you mentioned Tony Page. I had him on last night. You mentioned Rob Parker. I had him on Monday. So uh, thank you for joining me on KM to AM and Friends this week <laughs> of uh, five-hour shows that I've put together. Amen, brother. Thanks, man. Be well. All the best, everybody. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, you bet, man. Take care. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.